What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Guess what? Peanut butter on a spoon is not a dessert. You're putting a condiment on a spoon and eating it. You might as well squirt ketchup into your mouth. We have more context as to why Florence Pugh isn't happy with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, and now I think she's a little off base. Conservatives in New Mexico are pissed off about a Breaking Bad statue, but do they have a point or is this just embarrassing for our side? Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Netflix deal might completely fall through, and what ended up happening with that trans boy trying to rush into a sorority at Alabama, there's an update on that. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Pop. This section is just for adult ears. A more detailed picture of what's eating Florence Pugh has finally been revealed. It's Harry Styles, literally and figuratively. Remember last week I told you how there are rumors she has not been getting along with Harry and Olivia Wilde since the making of their new movie, Don't Worry Darling, which comes out next month? I predicted that she was mad that their relationship is what has gotten all the press attention from this movie and that it's overshadowed her. And her comments in another interview add a whole other layer to this story and then some. In the trailer for the movie, Harry goes down on Florence. Of course, he's Harry Styles! So the internet fixated on that one part of the trailer and when Harper's Bazaar brought this up to Florence, she was not happy. Can we talk about anything else? She said, when the movie is reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in this industry. Obviously, the nature of hiring the most famous pop star in the world, you're going to have conversations like that. That's just not what I'm going to be discussing because this movie is bigger and better than that. And the people who made it are bigger and better than that. Like, I know what she means. She's an artist. I get it. The movie looks amazing in and of itself. I think plenty of people want to see it for more than just you know, that, but also you're doing sex scenes with Harry Styles, honey. Like indulge all the women in the world who have dreamed about him since they were 16. You know, be a good sport. <laughs> this drama is equal parts hilarious and bizarre. Conservatives in the state of New Mexico are furious because the mayor of Albuquerque, Mayor Tim Keller, thought that it would be a fun project to put up two statues to honor Breaking Bad stars, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Maybe you and I could partner up. You, uh, you want to cook crystal meth? You. You and, uh, and me. <laughs> That's right. 
The statues are now on display at the Albuquerque Convention Center, and the two actors even came for the unveiling ceremony in person. But conservative lawmakers in the state are furious about this. According to TMZ, State Representative Rod Montoya and conservative radio host Eddie Aragon think that the statues send the wrong message about who should be glorified in the community. Montoya specifically said that meth dealers shouldn't be the shining example in Albuquerque. And Aragon said, it's not the type of recognition we want for the city of Albuquerque or for our state. Let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. Bro, live a little. I know the left loves glorifying low-life abusive losers like George Floyd with statues, but I side with the mayor. This is a fun statue that represents how much attention and tourism that show has brought to the city of Albuquerque. Walter and Jesse weren't real people. They're fictional characters, and I don't think putting up statues of them glorifies meth makers at all. But what do you think? By the way, this video is hilarious. Twifters, which is actually the famous Los Pollos Hermanos from the Breaking Bad TV show. We're about to go check out the food. After enjoying the famous decor and the delicious food, I had one last question to ask. Gus Fring here? Uh, no. Juicy drama involving Netflix and Harry and Meghan Markle. Things are majorly on the rocks between the two parties for multiple reasons. I love this for Little Miss Green being anti-queen. I don't see no, a black no, woman. No, no, no. I don't see a woman of color. I see an intensely irritating Ooh. American third-rate actress who's doing everything she can to wreck the royal family. First of all, when Meghan and Harry first moved to California, you know, they thought they were gonna be the belle of the ball. And I think that they thought they were gonna be this new it couple in America that everyone was obsessed with. And that couldn't really be further from the truth. However, they did sign a multi-million dollar production deal with Netflix a couple years ago to capitalize on their new life in America. They wanted to do several projects with Netflix, including a docu-series on their life and a children's show. The children's show already got axed, but the time is ticking and Netflix execs are becoming increasingly frustrated with them because they still don't have anything. What's even worse for the former royals is that Netflix today is not the same Netflix from a couple years ago or even yesterday because they've got this massive exodus of subscribers and audiences just rejecting anything woke. And of course, Meghan and Harry are the king and queen of woke, the only king and queen they'll ever be. And uh, Netflix may not want them to put out all the propaganda that they were hoping to. Hey, you know what? Cheers and baked beans for breakfast to that. I'll have a full English breakfast yep. uh, with extra baked beans, scrambled eggs, and then an eggs benedict, please. Thank you. Uh, how would you like scrambled eggs? Yeah. Scrambled. Thank you very much, Ben. A huge win for women, Grant Sykes, the biological man who identifies as trans, attempted to rush and join a sorority at the University of Alabama. However, he was dropped and denied by every single house. We love to see it. Drop it. According to AL.com, Bama's Rush Week went viral and caught the attention of filmmakers from Vice, who allegedly began working on a documentary about the event. It's not just a good day, but a great day because a Bama Rush documentary is coming. The director of the documentary from Vice Studios and HBO Max said, quote, the film is a thoughtful and compassionate portrayal of young women in 2022 as they rush the sorority system at the University of Alabama. A representative for Vice Studios also addressed that TikTok rumor that hidden microphones are being used to capture concealed audio, saying that that is not true. The documentary has been in the works since Bama Rush became popular on TikTok back in 2021, and it's currently in production now. 
I wonder if Grant will rush again next year or Vice will try to find another boy to rush to add some drama to that documentary. Can I just say I'm very proud of these Alabama ladies though for protecting spaces that are for and cultivated by women. Roll Tide! We don't have any money. We're not famous. There's no paparazzi chasing us, but when we walk down the street, people wonder who we are. Three major things happen in pop culture history this week. Let's see what they were with the Pop Culture Rewind. This week in 1939, The Wizard of Oz premiered in Hollywood, and get this, don't know if you've heard, but they're remaking this movie and calling it a modern reimagining, AKA an artsy way of saying woke. I can't wait for drag queen Glinda, the tin they, and a black Muslim Dorothy. Ah, you cursed brat, look what you've done. I'm melting, melting. Oh, what a world, what a world. 2003, this week, Uptown Girls came out in theaters, starring 26-year-old Brittany Murphy, R.I.P., and nine-year-old Dakota Fanning. Get a broom. You get a freaking broom. When you work for me, you leave when I say you can leave. For your information, I do not work for you. I am employed by your mother. Oh, yeah? Take a look around. Do you see her anywhere? News flash. You're not gonna. Unless you make an appointment with her assistant or hang around her bedroom door at 3 o'clock in the morning. In the meantime, you're working for me. Oh, is that so? Uh-huh. News flash, Mussolini. I quit! Swinging door. This week in 2017, many parts of the world experienced a partial solar eclipse, while others got a chance to see a total eclipse, a truly once-in-a-lifetime event. And President Trump looked at it without his sunglasses, because even his eyes are magical cinnamon rolls. Wow. And that's what happened this week in pop culture history. I gave a hint at the end of last week's episode of The Spillover of what this week's episode would be about. I told you it involved someone who did something for money that you and I couldn't imagine and that it will be an episode. A lot of you will be nervous to listen to and some of you may be tempted to turn it off in the middle of listening. It's a very compelling story that is equal parts heartbreaking, disturbing, and even just unbelievable. You will really feel like you're in this guest's shoes and it will leave you feeling the weight of the exploitation he endured. But then there is a happy ending because our our guest ultimately found Jesus in restoration. It is a must listen to episode tonight at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, but it is strictly adults only. Heart or thumbs up this episode. If you like peanut butter on a spoon and you don't think it's just drinking a condiment or eating a condiment, do you think that Florence Pugh is being a little dramatic about everyone being hype about her sex scene? What about the conservatives in Albuquerque? Like, do we need to call out our fellow New Mexico conservatives? And what do you think the subject is going to be about on The Spillover tonight? DM this episode to someone who has an unhealthy addiction to peanut butter and hit that save button to support us. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture with Al the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.